So we've done part one. We've done part two. And I'm doing part three. Amen. I'm doing part three tonight. I want you to pay rapt attention to the teaching of God's word. There is no magic in God's kingdom. There is no magic in God's kingdom. Everything functions by the word of God. Your destiny functions by the word of God. Your life will function by the word of God. Everything responds to the power of the word of God. Last week, we, we, just the Sunday, we looked at the part two. And the question was, are you prepared for greatness? Are you prepared for greatness? So, in the part three of the series on greatness, I do the part two of are you prepared for greatness? We ended with a very interesting scripture. Who remembers it? A very interesting scripture we used to pray. It spoke about Jotam. So, 2 Chronicles chapter 27, verses. It says, So Jotam became mighty because he prepared his way before the Lord is God. So Jotan, so Jotan became mighty because he prepared his ways before the Lord is God. Give me the message version. He said, Jotam's strength was rooted in his steady and determined life of obedience to God. So, your strength will only manifest by your determined obedience to God and His Word. So, if you want to be great tomorrow, you must prepare for your tomorrow. Many of us, I asked you on Sunday, and all of us want to be great. There is no single person on earth I think wants to be insignificant. But every single man and every single woman wants to be meaningful in life. And that is why God is taking us through the teaching of his word. Jotam, take me to KJV. Became mighty. Another word for mighty is great. Yes or no? So Jotam became great because it means there was a reason for his greatness. Every greatness has a reason. A man becomes great for a reason. A woman can be great because of a reason. So we cannot be great by wishing to be great. Because he prepared, he prepared. So if she prepares, she will become mighty. If you prepare, you will become mighty. A man who prepares his ways will make waves in his lifetime. If you want to make waves in your lifetime, you need to prepare. Our preparation in life will determine the waves we can make 
for the sake of the kingdom. If we can prepare our ways, we can make waves in life. And may you be gingered up to leave this series as you listen to the series. May God ginger in your spirit an endless quest and passion to prepare for the greatness ahead of you. Your life will make waves in the mighty name of Jesus. I said your life will make waves in the mighty name of Jesus. What you are ready for is what you stand to enjoy. What you are ready for is what you stand to enjoy in life. Whatever you are not ready for cannot come to you. So if you are ready for greatness, it will manifest out of your life. Whatever a man is, is ready for is what he can receive. Anytime a big figure is coming to Ghana, you see that there is massive preparation. Painting of the roadside, painting of trees, painting of buildings, changing of whatever is put because something mighty is coming. Whatever you prepare for in life, that is what you'll be served with. Life is not fair. As they say, but life will be fair if you prepare for life. Life will serve you what you deserve. And I pray, I'm praying for you that in the next 10 years, you will not regret the kind of life you lived. Because you are responsible for what will come out of your life tomorrow. If you go to the farm and you plant a mango seed, and it grows and begins to bear mango seeds or mango fruits, you, don't, you must not get shocked that, oh, I was expecting cocoa pots. What are mangoes doing on my... You went to plant mango. Do not be, be deceived, for God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, the question is, what are you sowing? That shall he reap. So whatever you are sowing in your today, you will harvest in your tomorrow. And it's a statement of truth. So ask yourself, what am I planning my life for? What am I preparing myself for? Every action is a seed. And every thought is a seed. Every labor is a seed. Every effort is a seed. So what seeds am I sowing? It will determine the picture of my tomorrow. Jordan became great because he prepared his ways. Am I teaching? You live the life you prepared for. You live the life you prepared for. So the life you are living today is the life you prepared for yesterday. So your life today is a reflection of the efforts you made yesterday. Are you with me? No one is taking you serious in life today because you seriously did not prepare for your today. 
Did you understand that? Amy, they don't take me serious. Nobody takes me serious. If you took your life serious yesterday, people would take you serious today. It means that, yes, maybe you blew that chance away, but your tomorrow is coming. So if you take your life serious today, tomorrow people will take you serious. A failure today is not a failure tomorrow. Two people can fail today, but one of them will succeed tomorrow. Your inputs today will determine your tomorrow. As a Christian, as a believer, as the redeemed of the Lord, your efforts matter. So Jordan became great. He manifested greatness because he prepared his ways. May you not be left out in the pathway of greatness. No one will take you serious tomorrow if you don't prepare seriously for your tomorrow. I repeat it again. If you want people to take you serious, if you want your world to take you serious, if you want your family to take you serious, if you want your friends to take you serious, take your life serious today. Because tomorrow is for those who prepare for it. We have seen great opportunities come to people and they blew it away because they seriously did not prepare. They seriously did not consider their tomorrow. If you have a picture of your tomorrow inside, it will determine the kind of life you want to live. I'm coming. You just follow. Joshua chapter 3 verse 5. Some people say Joshua, Joshua, Joshua. And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves. Someone say prepare yourselves. Oh, say prepare yourselves. I want you to say to yourself, prepare yourself. Mention your name and say prepare yourself. For tomorrow, the Lord will do wonders amongst you. Give me the message version. Quickly. Then Joshua addressed the people. Sanctify yourselves. Tomorrow, God will work miracle wonders amongst you. In other words, if you can prepare today, there will be wonders in your life tomorrow. It will not happen to everybody, but it will happen to those who prepare today for them to see miracles tomorrow in their lives. As they say, miracles don't just happen. For people to see, for cripples to walk, for the lame to walk, for the blind to see, for the deaf to hear and the dumb to speak, an angel must come and prepare the water. So preparation goes ahead of manifestation. So if you want to see wonders in your life, prepare. Give me the GNT version. I'm still trying to put one or two together in, in, the, in, the, in, in, in the foundation. GNT version of that. Joshua told the people, 
purify yourselves because tomorrow the Lord will perform wonders. God will work the wonders when he sees that there is proper preparation. It means our, our lives has the potential to become wonderful. Why? Because we bear the name of God. And one of the names of God is what? Wonderful. Mighty God. So we, our destiny has the potential of becoming magnificent. A majestic life. A mighty life. A wonderful life. But before that can manifest, God said, sanctify yourself. Separate yourself. Prepare yourself. Go through the preparation. Go through the purification. Go through the separation. Because there is a certain glory that doesn't come to the crowd. It comes to separated, prepared people. Unique graces come upon people who uniquely prepare for them. Your world will hear of you. Your amen is not strong. I said your world will hear of you. Today's preparation determines tomorrow's achievement. If I will achieve more tomorrow, I must prepare today. I must prepare today. Preparation can be so frustrating. We will come to that. We will come to how to prepare. In fact, that is what is for tonight. But I still want to bring you to the point that you need to understand that it's very crucial to prepare. You cannot play with it and pray for it. You cannot play with preparation and pray for wonders. It won't work. Because until there is preparation, there won't be wonders. No matter how you see the beauty of an edifice, Without a foundation, all the architectural designs you see will not come up. Preparation must go ahead before manifestation can be seen. I'm praying for you that in the next five years, in the next 20 years, in the next 10 years, in the next 15 years, I repeat it again, you will not lie on your bed and regret the kind of life you lived. I thought you say amen. Oil doesn't work on empty hairs and empty lives. If anointing works like that, none of us will lack anything by now in Ghana. The way we use oil, hey, we use oil. We use oil. We used to bath, we used to eat. We drink it. We anoint ourselves. And after anointing oil, we don't clean the oil. We leave it and take it home. So everybody will see their hand. Charlie. They must see the hand of pasta on my head. If oil works like that, mm, oil needs certain things to work. It needs preparation. Preparation. When God called Paul, Paul didn't go straight away into preaching. He went somewhere for three years to study. Two and a half years, three years. Studying under professors. Came to study under the apostles. Preparation. 
because he was to write 14 books of the New Testament. Every mighty wonder will require a mighty preparation. Follow the teaching. I'm coming. It's a teaching service. Before God gives victory to a man, preparation must be in place. I wish I repeat it, I repeat it, I repeat it, and I repeat it. Sometimes I think that I'm not even preparing adequately enough. And your preparation can put you under pressure. You want pleasure tomorrow, your life must be under pressure today in preparation. What are you preparing for? What are you getting yourself ready to handle tomorrow? Nothing. Going through the rudiments of life. There must be something set ahead of you that you are eyeing. That is a life that when you pass on, people will not force to say a life well lived. There are some of the obituaries, they write, a life well lived. You now, you know that. Mm. <laughs> you, you know the person. Eh? It's not a life well lived, though. <laughs> a life suffered to live. Eh? This life suffered to live. But you see, we respect, <laughs> we respect the death so much that we don't want to hurt emotions. So you can't say, this life suffered to live. No. The day you give up your ghost after you have exhausted all your years, it shall be called a life well lived. Give the Lord a clap offering in the house. That clap is not good. Proverbs 21, 31. Proverbs 21, 31. The teaching service. The horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is from the Lord. Victory is from the Lord. So as for the preparation of the horse, it's not the duty of God. God gives the victory. Man prepares the horse. A prophecy of greatness is an instruction of preparation. A prophecy of greatness. Hey, come. Hey, are you Yes. The Lord tells me to tell you, you are going to be great. Hey. It's an instruction to prepare to be great. A prophecy of greatness is an instruction of preparation. A prophecy of victory, if the victory is going to come from the Lord, it will call for a preparation of the horse. So every prophecy behind it is an instruction to prepare to manifest the prophecy. Follow the teaching. A prophecy of prosperity is an instruction of greatness. Pastor, why have I received the prophetic word? So, you see, when you read the Bible, when you read the Bible, let me show you something. It's a teaching service. 
If you want to mature in the kingdom, when you study the Bible, take your time and take lessons from. Don't just read. Do you read the Bible? People don't go and look for prophecy. Prophecy looks for them in the Bible. Hello? What did I say? People, don't go and look for prophecy. Prophecy looks for them. In our generation, we have turned it. I can cite many examples in the Bible. And those are the prophecies that manifest. David didn't go and look for prophecy to become king, did he? He was due for it. So, he was looking for access. Many, I can give you many, many. Apostle Paul didn't go and look for it. Hannah, he didn't go to early for prophecy. She went praying to God. And when her spirit had birthed the thing, the prophetic word came from prophet Elie. Let it be done unto you. May the Lord grant your request. Every prophecy is an instruction to prepare to manifest it. I'm teaching. God cannot plan for you. Praise God. God cannot plan for you. You fail to plan, you plan to fail. You fail to plan, you plan to, to fail. God cannot plan for you. You have to plan your life, plan your financial life, plan your career life, plan your academic life, plan your health. If you don't plan your health at the age of 20, by 40 years, you will pay for it in your body. If you don't plan your finances, by 25, by the age of 50, you pay for it. But when you plan, when you plan, the blessing of God begins to manifest in your life. A, a, a careless life is likely to miss the blessing of God. I'm teaching. You can't wake up overnight and be a champion. Champions are prepared to manifest. Proverbs 16.1 Oh God, help us. I'm taking you somewhere. The jokes must end in the kingdom of God. You see, I was, I, I was watching an article where they, are, they were making analysis of the decline of Christianity in UK compared with the increase of Islam. And it was so pathetic. They said 80% of people who go to church in the UK are like above 35, 40 years going. 
And 80% of those who go to the mosque are below 25 years. So they projected that in the next 20 years, Islam would take over UK. And this was the reason. Because the church has become very flexible. Trying to water down a lot of things in order to please many people. But in the attempt of watering down a lot of things, we have given people too much liberty than that now there are gay pastors, gay bishops, gay marriages in the church. Islam gives you no space. Obey. That is all. You, we don't plan. We don't prepare. We just want to wake up and manna will fall. Manna has stopped. <laughs> he said, when you get to the promised land, you plant your corn and you harvest. So there, if there is no planting, there is no harvest. The day you will wake up and take life serious with God, you will become a soul winner without you knowing because your life will begin to metamorphose it begins to change because you put your life on a certain gear and it will move in that direction take hold of your life if you fail to plan and prepare you won't see divine interventions in your life you won't see when Saul was looking for the axes or the donkeys or whatever of the father and the little maid, when they wanted to see the prophet, Saul did not have money to go and meet the prophet. Thank God the maid had something. Say preparation. Had it not been that one, he might have missed his divine intervention. If you don't prepare you can miss your divine intervention. He said, prepare, sanctify yourself in the Joshua chapter 3 verse 5. Sanctify yourself for tomorrow the Lord will do mighty things. Now in Proverbs 16, the preparation of the heart in man and the answer of the tongue is from God. Give me another version. It means the preparation of a man. Mortals make elaborate plans, but God has the last word. So it, it means that the planning is in the hands of man. And God manifests after the planning. A preparation. Prepare. All the trumpet is saying tonight and in this month is prepared. Hallelujah. You will become a champion by preparation. I'm here to meet a champion, whether on, in a race, in a boxing, in football. You need to prepare. Preparation prepares you to be a champion. You don't become a champion by just jumping in the ring and throwing your hand. You might have trained and know, know what the strategy you are, you are taking into the ring. Please don't just sleep and wake up. Don't just sleep and wake up. Don't just sleep and wake up. It will not make you a champion. 
Am I teaching? Talents, gifts, opportunities are worthless without preparation. Talents, gifts, opportunities. You know, when we were growing up, there was this guy called Kiki Jan or whatever. The guy was good. That's me remember him. Yeah. With instruments, organ. Good. He couldn't go far. When you look at the Ghanaian League, football league, a player can do well this season. All of a sudden, his agents are taking him around the globe looking for a club. He goes to play one season and he comes back and he's never able to shine again. Because we fail to prepare for the big one. Now, as I prepared this afternoon to, to come and teach, I realized that it was good Joseph left his, his family zone. Hmm. It was good. Because like he would have been limited and something little, maybe all his brothers would be running provision shop and he would go and, ride two, he would go and run two provision shops then he will interpret it as the vision he saw. But God wanted to give him a world storm. I don't know whether you understand. He saw a vision. He saw his brothers, including his parents, bowing to him. Now, if he had stayed around and his brothers were all running one, 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 one provision shops and all of a sudden, he gets two provision shops or three and people were coming to his shop. He would say, oh, this was the vision God showed to me. But that was not it. You are supposed to feed nations. So God had to push him out in preparation for what must be. Follow the teaching. The future belongs to only those who will prepare for it. Your duty at this stage of your life is to prepare for your greatness. You know, Eli um, 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 Gehazi missed an opportunity to be great. At the stage where he must learn how not to be controlled with money or by money, he was looking for, he, he wanted to enjoy money. There is a time we enjoy money and there's a time we ignore money. I repeat, there is a time you must learn how to intentionally ignore money. Else it will become a snare on you. If you develop an appetite for money, you cannot be great because money is powerful. When it begins to control you, you cannot be great. So Elijah, Gehazi, followed the man and went to take the money that his master, Elijah, did not take. Because he was not ready to learn how not to allow money to control him. Great people control money. Money doesn't control them. 
Are you following the teaching? May you not become a casualty of money. May you not become a casualty to money. Your amen is not strong. Spiritual preparation determines what will happen to you in the physical. Because the spiritual controls the physical. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. Quickly. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So, between the one and the three, the spirit of God moved. Then, in the tree, he said, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. So, before manifestations, God had to prepare the atmosphere from the realms of the spirit. And this light that shone forth manifested. So, the spiritual world in your life must be well fertilized, well nurtured, well groomed. You must be strong in the spirit. Spiritual preparation must go before physical manifestation. Am I teaching you something? Am I teaching you something? If you fail to be great, you wasted grace. If you fail to be great, you wasted grace. Pastor, how can I carry, carry grace and fail? Yes, because you didn't prepare to be great. A seed of greatness is in you, but you did not prepare to be great. Hallelujah. You are born great. You came with a God-given glory. I'm, 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 I'm hitting something. Kaladibo you came on the scene with a God-given glory. Your glory may differ from your brother. It doesn't mean you don't carry a glory. And that glory talks about your greatness. So every individual born of the Spirit carries a certain level of glory. A certain weight of glory. A certain weight of greatness. I'll show you. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 41. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 41. Moreover, there is one glory of the sun and another glory of the moon and another glory of the stars for one star differed from another star in glory. So each of the stars have their own greatness. Hello? Each of the stars, each of the lives in the kingdom of God have their own level of greatness. So there is a measure of greatness that God has deposited in your life. It can only manifest if you prepare to manifest it. I pray that you will prepare. I pray that you will not fail your generation. In the name of Jesus, every star carries his own glory. God 
will never prepare for you to show that glory. You must be determined that I will show for that glory. I will show for that glory. Christ in you is the hope of glory. It's the hope of greatness. It's the hope of mightiness. If I prepare and I engage Christ, I engage grace, I will not be wasted in life. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Psalm 8 verse 5. God crowned you. Look at it. Read it together. I want to go very loud. No, I'm not preaching like that. Very loud. One, two, go. So God crowned you with glory and honor. It talks about greatness. So you are, you are not anything, keke. God has crowned you. No matter what people have said about you, you carry God crowned you with glory and honor. Hmm. It shall not be stolen in the name of Jesus. I said it shall not be wasted in the name of Jesus. Yeah, you, you, you will fully manifest that glory and that honor in the name of Jesus. I command that glory and that honor to manifest in your lifetime in Jesus name do not frustrate grace unfortunately a lot of people are frustrating grace do not frustrate grace in your life let grace work Galatians 2.21 he said I do not frustrate the grace of God so I frustrate the grace of God I do not frustrate. So it means it takes I to frustrate grace. It takes you to frustrate the grace of God. It doesn't take the devil. It doesn't take anyone. It doesn't take God. It takes you. It doesn't take demons. It doesn't take angels to frustrate the grace of God. He said, I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. I do not frustrate. So if grace doesn't work in your life, it means you frustrated grace. Decide in your life that you will not frustrate grace. Decide in your life. If you are head of um, a nation, and they give you state protocol and you decide to ignore and you walk on the street and you are assassinated you frustrated the system that was put in place if you fail in life don't blame grace don't blame the devil don't blame God blame yourself because I do not frustrate the grace of God give the Lord a clap offering in the house When you fail to prepare, you have planned to frustrate grace. When you fail to prepare, you will frustrate grace. Grace will be frustrated over your life because you did not prepare. You did not prepare. It is your personal responsibility that will deliver to you 
the content of grace that is upon your life. I am highly favored. I am highly favored. I am highly favored. You have to prepare in order to receive that content of that highly favored. Now, number one, how do I prepare? Pastor, you have said prepare. prepare. How do I prepare? Number one, be focused in life. Be deadly focused in life. Be deadly focused in life. Tell somebody, be deadly focused in life. Yeah. Be deadly, intensely focused. If you don't learn how to focus, look, can you imagine you running the country? If you can't run your own life, <laughs> a prophecy of presidency over your life will be wasted. You have to learn how to be focused. Building the ability to be focused. Because everyone who is focused will meet distractions. If you say somebody is a focused person, it doesn't mean that nothing, no objections, no obstacles, no distractions has ever visited the person. The person chose to be focused. If you want to be great and you want to prepare to be great, you need to have a focused life. If you tune into focus, you will be great. Yeah. You will get there. Many fail because they were not focused. They do this, they go and do this, they do this, they go and do this, they do this, they go and nothing. A dispersed light cannot generate heat. But when you focus it with the magnifying glass, you see the paper burning, the same light. Focus. To make impact, to be significant, to be great. Focus your life on a pursuit. Be specific in life. Your life must not just be opened. Every serious building has a security check. Hello? If your life is serious, you have a security check. You don't listen to anything. You don't eat anything. You don't go anywhere. You have what you prefer. Every serious building has a security check. If anything is allowed in your life, you are not focused in life. You are not focused. The priority of a pregnant woman is to preserve the child until after 10 months or 9 months. She cannot go around playing football. Hello? She cannot go around doing high jump. If you want to get somewhere, have a focus on that somewhere. 
say you want to be a doctor, you go to medical school tomorrow, you go to engineering school, you go to fashion school. You, by the time it's seven years, you might have experienced all these schools, but you'd have amounted to nothing. Take your life serious. Proverbs 16, 20. I'm teaching. He that handleth a matter wisely shall find good. And whosoever trusted in the Lord, happy is he. Can you give me a message, the message version? It pays to take your life serious. <laughs> Church, it pays to take your life serious. Because if you, if you don't take your life serious, nobody takes you serious in life. It pays to take your life. Can I ask you a question? Are you serious in life? If somebody asks you, are you serious? He has not insulted you. He's just asking you to think and answer. Do you think that Oto Hono serious It's in the Bible. It pays. There is it's profiting. It is profiting to take your life serious. Don't play games with your life if you want to be great. You, you, you can't play games with life and become great. Because that seed in you does not need games. It needs a focus. Now look at um, Proverbs chapter 4 verse 25. ESV version. He said, let your eyes look directly forward. <laughs> Please, do you understand that? Let your light look, let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Focus. You are looking at too many things at the same time. That's why you are falling down. Hello? <laughs> Assuming you are walking and you are looking... I mean, when people see you, they won't take you serious. That is why people don't take you serious. Because, oh, oh life, no. You need me be welcome. Roland, come and demonstrate it for us. Walk and look everywhere. Then keep walking. I don't know how you'll be looking. <laughs> oh, do it, do it. We, we are watching. <laughs> uh -huh. That is why people say, oh, oh, oh you need serious. Somebody tells you that you only see Let your eyes look directly forward. And your gaze be straight before you. Be focused. Sometimes the path is hard. The fact that it's hard, don't, it doesn't mean that you should back, you should back out. I mean, if God was leading you like Elijah. And he led you to a brook where you were there. You have water. It's a cozy place, air conditioned, free. <laughs> Ravens comes to feed you. Comfortable. Yeah, this is a prophetic word. I mean, God said it. He has given me comfort. Then the brook dries. The ravens were not coming again. 
So did God actually send me <laughs> into this place? Yes. Wait. Be focused. Wait. Be focused. Many Christians don't grow spiritually in our day because we change churches like we change cloth. Away bars. So they've, they've written away bars on your forehead. So even if you enter a new church, then the pastor will see prophetically. This guy is an away bars person. <laughs> I've never seen a tree move like this. You plant the coconut tree here in Lashibi. Three weeks they've carried it to Nungwa. Planted. Four weeks they take it to Trasaco. Five weeks it's in Kaneshi. Then after two years you will see fruit on it. No. Another coconut that is two years will be bearing fruit. But this particular one it will not focus. The greatest enemy on your way to greatness is distraction. Get focused. Ah, somebody asked me, ah, Pastor Prince, you, the way you love prayer, why don't you organize all night in your church? I say, I don't know how to do it. It's not, the fact that people do it doesn't mean that you too should do it. Were you there when God instructed them? If you copy people, you will not carry the grace that goes with it and you'll be frustrated. So I know that some of you go for all night at places. At me. What I can do in the all night, I can do in the miracle hour. So the pressure of the people must not change your focus. Italy, if you don't do the all night, your people will go. They should go. Just go. Go and come. Because when you go, you by all means come. <laughs> when you go, you go. I will not allow you to kill me. <laughs> Are you here? You come for all night, you come and sleep. You go home, you go and sleep. Because you come for all night, whilst I'm preaching, you'll be sleeping. Then when you finish at 2, 4, 30, you go home and people are like, Charlie, we call all night, then you will sleep to 11. Be focused. We've not been doing all night. doesn't mean that the church is not growing. Are you here? Some people to God will give them do all night. And you cannot be in that church and say, ah, but this particular church, they don't even do all night. If God says do all night, and only five people come, continue to do it. When we started the double service, the first service, you come and only 40 people, 30 people, 50 people. We kept running. Now, 120, 130, 150 is going and one day the first service will overtake the second service. Yes. Focus. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. <laughs> Number two, be persistent in life. Else you will you achieve nothing. Be persistent in life. Matthew 24, 13. Be 
persistent in life. Be persistent. Don't just give up. He said what? But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. So it's not about who started. He that started shall be saved. No. Many will start. They cannot endure to the end. But those that will endure to the end, they shall be saved. If you want to be great, give me the message version of that quickly. I'm hitting something. These are just what you should know in your preparation. Stay with it. That's what God requires. Stay with it to the end. It's not about what is attracting people. But I was listening to Bishop Titi of Fair yesterday. I was so blessed. If like you are an intercessor, okay, and you are in a department, you never hold a microphone to lead prayer. Like, let's say, uh, Sewa, you have never held some before. Even if you dream about it, you won't hold it. <laughs> because of a certain reason, which you may not know, or it's not privy to you. And if you push, 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 and I put you here, you see that you black out. You'll be here, you forgot, you'll be quoting Quran. You just... <laughs> you just be standing here, you stare at everybody. <laughs> Is that ah, real? Good scripture. <laughs> you will never. But you see that maybe Sandra and Cole come and lead song and after church, some members will never come to you and say, Thank you for being an intercessor and praying for the church. They'll be going to the Sandras, the Samis, the us. Oh, thank you for serving. But you see, an assignment is not and may not be attractive. Yeah. So you persist to do it. People may not clap for you. Persist. My style of preaching is not a very exciting to many, but I'm still on it. From day one of Karistem, I'm still there. You'll be 90 years. I'll be 90 years. I'll be preaching like this. It won't change. Because attempting to preach like somebody, you will look funny. Because the day the original shows up, people will leave you and go to the original. I thought you are clapping. Don't give up on your pursuit for greatness. It's all in the preparation. Build a character of endurance and persistence. Number three, prepare your heart because your heart will be tested in the journey. Prepare your heart because your heart will be tested in the journey. In the journey to greatness, you will be tested. Go and ask Joseph. You will be tested. Samson, you will be tested you'll be tested. The young prophet, you'll be, develop a heart. Don't leave a spot in your heart that is evil. A big wama in the journey of greatness. 
Develop a good heart. A sweet spirit. A heart that is not revengeful. A heart that easily doesn't become resentful. Have a sweet spirit. Develop a quality heart because the Bible talks about a sower going around to sow and there were four types of hearts. Good ground. May your life, your heart, your soul become a good ground in this life. Yeah. That is when you will see harvest. Develop a good heart. Job chapter 1, chapter 11, verse 13 to 19. NLT. Job chapter 11, verse 13 to 19. Hmm. This is not how to be grateful. This is your preparation. The how to be grateful will start hitting it from Sunday. This one. How do you prepare in your preparation? Now, listen to how he, he, he put it. If only you would prepare your heart and lift up your hands to him in prayer. Get rid of your sins. So, this is how you prepare your heart. When you go, go and read it again. Job 11, 13 to 19. Let's start from 13 again, quickly. He said, if only you would prepare your heart and lift up your hands to him in prayer. Verse 14. Get rid of your sins and leave all iniquity behind. Verse 15. Then your face will brighten with innocence. Hmm. You will be strong and free of fear. Oh, Jesus. Your presence is heaven to me. You will forget your misery because it will be replaced with glory. It will be like water flowing away. You're, will, when, they look, when you look at your life, eh, because you have prepared your heart, you will see that misery will be far away. It will be, it will be far away from you. He said, your life will be brighter than the noonday. Even darkness will be as bright as morning. Hallelujah. Verse 18. Having hope will give you courage. You will be protected. Preparing your heart ensures divine protection. Having a good heart. Some people have bad hearts. A lot of characters have bad hearts. Especially when they are back. And their enemy is leading the song. And they are best singing them now. Or best say you clap them and you best sing them. You best sing them. You best sing them. You best sing them. He said, you will be protected and will rest in safety. Verse 19. You will lie down unafraid and many will look to you for help. Is that not greatness? Is that not greatness there? Many will look to you for help. If only you prepare your heart. Heart preparation determines earth manifestation. Look into somebody's face and tell the person, prepare your heart for what God is about to do. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering. The fourth one, have faith in God. You are preparing yourself for have faith in God. I'm not saying how to become grateful. This is how to prepare yourself. 
You see, before David met Goliath, he had developed the act of having faith in God. It wasn't in battle that he developed faith. Way before he met Goliath, he had developed faith in God. That is preparation. Hebrews 11.6 Develop faith. Build your faith in God. Faith is built. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. No faith, no rewards. No faith, no rewards from God. No matter, you see, God is not moving to our emotions and our sad situations. Say, No, 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 no. If that is the case, those sick persons should be in the hospital. Are you here? God is not moved with our emotions. He is moved with our faith. So start building faith in God, not in men, not in systems, not in connections, but in the secrecy of your heart like David. Every day, build up your most holy faith in God. Build faith in God. Have a personal program to build your faith in God. In that way, you are going to face challenges. Trust God in each challenge and anytime you trust God in that challenge and you overcome that challenge, you upgrade in your faith in God. Because when David confronted the lion and the bear and he overcame them, that was the reason why when he met Goliath, he was not afraid. His faith was in God. Prepare by building your faith in God because it will be tested. If you want to be great, you must have great faith. Great faith. Great personality. Simple. Faith. Great achievement are bet through faith. So a man who is not faith or who doesn't work in faith will achieve nothing. Build your faith. Tell somebody, build your faith. I said, tell somebody, build your faith. God cannot help you outside faith. Hello? Hold somebody's hand, squeeze the person, tell the person, God cannot help you outside faith. Yeah. God is in faith. So you take yourself out of faith. God cannot help you. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Give the Lord a clap offering here. Number five, go borrow vessels. Go borrow, go borrow vessels. Second Kings chapter four, verse one to three. Go borrow vessels. He said, now there cried a certain woman of the wives. So you, so you know this story. This woman, their husband died and left debt on them. Are you following? He left a car, a car, a car. May you not die and leave a car on your family. That on your deathbed, they've laid you in state then. Death test, almost saline. Almost <laughs> 
of us are like 25 debtors. They think they are coming to mourn, but we come to, you know, no, they, 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 they have come, or they say, they just for the Omoka. So I, okay, okay. Five thousand five hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Seven. Then, no. If I was a bishopage, I'll cover you and give you to them. <laughs> so this this woman's husband died. I know that. So the creditors had come to come and take away his sons to go and work for them. He went to the prophet, and the prophet gave him direction. Go close your door, get oil. You have a little oil, go and start pouring. Get more vessels. When she went, she had, I'm sure she, she didn't go far. She sent her sons. And they went to gather vessels and they were pouring. When the vessels got finished, the Bible said the oil ceased. Go and borrow vessels. When I say go and borrow vessels, what do I mean? A vessel is a container that can receive blessings. Oil stands for prosperity. Oil stands for increase. So, how do you become great? Tell me. If you increase academically, you are positioning yourself into greatness. Go borrow vessels means add value to your life. What else can contain a blessing? (laughs) What new wisdom have you added to your life? What new development? What new capacity? A cup. This can contain a certain known volume of water. This is about, is it 5 million, eh, 500 mils or something? It will not be one liter. 500, eh? That's one that is one liter. You can have a barrel that can take 30 gallons. You can have one that can take 100 gallons. So the 100 gallons and this one, if they say, choose which one you want, which one will you choose? 100 gallons. When you build capacity, you see, the content has the same quality. Water is water. H2O. But the, 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 the space you create for it will determine the amount you can receive. The source is the same, but the container determines the amount you can receive. Please, prepare. Go borrow vessels. Go and learn something new. Some of you, eh, I know of a lady. She is, let's say, an economist. But her main source of income is doing wedding cakes. How does economists match with doing wedding cakes? She has positioned herself. Every weekend, people are marrying. Even weekday, people are marrying. Some are small, some are big. Some are the Kesben type, some are the Palm White Tapest type. Will be a check <clears throat> So you have different, different, different. Look, go borrow vessels. Build your spiritual capacity. If you used to pray 30 minutes a day, pray one hour. If you used to give 100 Ghana in a month, give 200 Ghana. <clears throat> if you used to tithe six times in a year, go to 12 months in the year. Build capacity. Go borrow vessels. Create space for God's blessing. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. <laughs> Number six. Make sacrifices in your life. That's the last bad one. These are all preparation. You are preparing to manifest greatness. Learn to make sacrifices in your life. 
Little, little sacrifices. Sacrifice your time for something. Sacrifice your money for something. Sacrifice your pleasure for something. Sacrifice When we are fasting, fast. Sacrifice your appetite for something. Learn to help people without taking money. If even they are giving to you, say, oh, God bless you, I just did it for me. Learn to sacrifice. Make sacrifices. Because one, one recommendation can change everything about you. Learn to sacrifice. It's not everything you do that you should stand and you are waiting for pay. Learn to say, oh, God bless you. Learn it. Because not every money must be chopped. You think Elisha could not take the money from the man? No, 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 no. He could have. Naaman could have taken the money. But that particular money was not meant to be chopped. He just said, oh, go. Don't be so aggressive for money. <laughs> you see, the realm of prosperity, you are not, you don't get aggressive for money. Money comes. Have you seen rich people grabbing for money on the floor? It's the poor people. <laughs> when you are great, eh, you don't go to the bank. The bank comes to you. <laughs> are you with me? When you walk to the bank, you don't form queue. <laughs> Learn to make sacrifices. Sacrifice for the house of God. Sacrifice for the ministry. Sacrifice for your family. Sacrifice. Pay the price. Because we sacrifice for something better tomorrow. Take time to learn. Go to school. Inconvenient yourself. If at this age you are too comfortable, your future is not nice. Are you here? You are too comfortable. You have arrived at the age of 28. You have arrived. <laughs> I am comfortable. I mean, we swap him. You can't be sleeping at this age. Your grandfather. 76-year-old president is roaming, coming, set match, here, working, you, 35, 32, what the heart is? We change gears. Yeah, boy, Juman Wada. Yes, yeah, dear, no Wada. Yeah, bomb pie and water. Yeah, quite sorry and water. Sunday morning water. Yeah, yeah, fasting. No, did it? Of course, baby. Now, who did it now? Shall I? Yeah, not you. You see, learn to make sacrifices. Put yourself under duress. Put yourself. This month, I'm reading fifteen books. It's better to give yourself 15 and end reading 10 than give yourself 2 and finish reading the 2. There are failures and there are failures. (laughs) 
Eh? If Dangote say, oh, I wanted 100% of that day, but they gave me 70%. And you, you come and say, God opened the door. You got 100%. I can put my head on ground. It's 100%. It's 70%. It's 1,000 times your own. Learn to make sacrifices. At this time of the year, you should have read two books of the Bible, at least. You are still on Genesis chapter Genesis chapter 1. You have gotten to verse 26. <laughs> it, 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 it means that you've grown in, in age. But wisdom, no. <laughs> we now best of the year great. <laughs> sacrifice it's not easy sometimes when I wake up and I'm by the books I ask myself because what you don't know you don't know can I repeat that what you don't know Enoch what you don't know you don't know it will be available, but you'll be denied because you don't know. You don't know. That means you don't know. <laughs> there is nothing you can do. You just don't know if I say, quote Naum chapter 2, verse 7. Lucy, quote it. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you can't fake it. You, you just don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> so those little children, they say, oh, hey, you got pregnant. Oh, that we did it only once. He doesn't know that. <laughs> you don't need to do it a thousand times. It is a sperm meeting an egg and bam, it is done. What you don't know, you don't know. That is why you must sacrifice to gain wisdom. What you don't know. I learned a lot of things by serving my pastor. I will be watching him. Tell it. It's not easy. If you want to be great, prepare. Learn how to make sacrifices. Sacrifices. Please, if you want to be great, learn how to make sacrifices. Amen. The last one, and I close. So sacrifice, you can look at John chapter 12, verse 24. Except a corn of wheat falls onto the ground and dies. It, so it will devalue. Sometimes you devalue because you have to come. Falling means you are at a higher level and you come down. I've seen many people leaving their companies, their corporate work, and starting their own company, and they became tight. Hmm. It will be tight. But remember, be persistent. Be focused. Accept the corner of it, force out to and dies. and pro. It will abide alone. But when it dies and gets rotten, you see the sprout coming up, coming up, coming up. It will not be only one grain again. It will be many grains. 
Until you die, you can't live. Until you die, you cannot live. There are points in fasting, Charlie, when I take them to the waiting, the six days dry fasting, at a, maybe the day five, you won't feel your leg. You see that you are just throwing something. <laughs> you are going back. You don't know whether it's your leg or it's a wheel. <laughs> it's a wheel that is pulling you. And there's a point where when I come and take over and I'm leading the prayers, you can't predict how long it's going to be. And I'm sure by now they have, if they've said, if Pastor is coming, he makes his face some way. That means <laughs> you can pray like 75 prayer topics. Each one is five minutes. Multiply. That is when they f- you finish praying like three hours. Then I come. So that means you're going to add 75 times five. How much? 300 and something minutes. But you see, it's those prayers that have brought some of you to this church. You see that some of them will stand there. Say sacrifice. The last one is that be expectant. Be expectant in life. If if you are expectant in life, you know what to do. Because you have a target. Don't live your life not having a target. Have a target. Have an expectation. I have a great expectation when I look at this church. I look at it with vim. I look at it with glory in my eyes. I look at it with great hope. Yes. Have great, when you look at your life, have great expectations. You don't buy it for having great expectations. Look at the scripture. Why you should have great expectations, then we are off. Proverbs 23 18. Proverbs 23 18. Last scripture. Proverbs 23 18. For surely there is an end, and thy expectation shall not be cut cut off. Have an expectation. What is your expectation in life? I'm asking you. What is your expectation in life? To fail, you will fail. To be great, you will manifest it. Because you, you will tailor your actions towards it. A student who wants to pass his exams will know what to do. Have expectation. Your expectation will never be cut short. Clap your hands and rise up on your feet. I want you to hold somebody's hand and I want us to pray in the next one minute that God give us the grace to prepare for what you want to do in our lives. Hold somebody's hand and pray that prayer. That Lord give us the grace to prepare as individuals and as a people that we will not frustrate the grace of God over our lives. That we will not frustrate the grace of God over our lives. In the name of Jesus, we will not frustrate the grace of God over our lives. Lord, help me to commit. Help me to commit. 
to whatever I have heard. Help me to commit that the seed of greatness in me eh, will not perish, will not be redundant uh, in the name of Jesus, but it will manifest, it will yield the harvest, it will be revealed in my lifetime in the mighty name of Jesus. In pray that we will persist, we will endure, we will be focused like that of the eagle, we will develop a strong focus in Malagosadalaba in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray as you prepare us for greatness, help us to commit to this wisdom you have released unto us that will be able to manifest greatness all the days of our lives. I pray for everyone here that we will not be hearers only, but we will be doers of the word of God. That the word will have an expression in our lives. We will not just hear, but we will do. We will commit to focus. We will commit to persistence. We will commit to developing a good heart. A heart that will not be evil like that of Cain. A heart that will be after you. We will commit to building our faith. We will commit to make sacrifices. We will commit to have great expectations in you. All the days of our lives in Jesus name. Amen.